This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Television Program. Also, if you're going to be listening on radio or shortwave, welcome. All of those that watch in different cable stations or social media that we're on, welcome. This is actually, this year, Christmas Day. We're here on Saturday. Our staff and families are here, and it's a, consequently a live audience. It doesn't matter if you watch this program on another day other than Christmas Day, whether it appears on whatever cable station or even another year. What I want you to focus on is the reality of the message. My message today is the true birth of Christ, or you could call it the reality of Christmas. The reality of Christmas. Now, hang with me, because some of you might get offended at the beginning. Now, Christmas Day was always one of my very favorite days of the year. And it still is. I don't go into, though, if we want to say the debauchery that the, some pagans do, merrymaking where they're drunk and some of these things. I don't do those things. I focus on Jesus. Around the world, I don't care where you are. I don't care if it's a Muslim businessman, a Hindu businessman. I don't care an atheist. They'll play Christmas songs and everything. They want your money. They want their business. They want to commercialize it. But they're not worshiping Christ. There's a false spirit out there. And soon as the day after Christmas is over, even after you open your presents, there's a depression. Sometimes people commit suicide. Because the focus is not on the real spirit of God. But it goes right back into lust. Self-centeredness. The Hallmark Channel used to be focused on the story of Jesus. It doesn't matter if it goes back into Westerns. It was a story of Jesus. I visited somebody just yesterday in an old folks home. Hallmark Channel on. Wasn't focused on Jesus, but on merrymaking. Everything focused on the Christmas tree. The spirit of Christmas. What is the spirit of Christmas? Here this Mother and father brought back their adults and one of their adults is homosexual and brought back the, the boyfriend. And the mother said, I couldn't be more pleased. I've got the best son-in-law. Nowhere is it Jesus, his values, his morality, total paganism. It's obvious they weren't Christians. 
Two people falling in love, not married. Lust. The word Christmas means mass of Christ. Later became shortened Christ mass or Christmas as a Roman Catholic mass. From the heathen celebration, December 25th as a birthday of Sol the Sun God. Actually, an ancient rite of Baalism. It was never observed by Paul the Apostle, the early true Christian church, or first three centuries. Only when Constantine, a sun god worshiper, organized paganism with organized Christianity and the Catholic Church and the Vatican, etc. And then they incorporated pagan customs to win the masses. Jesus was not even born in the winter season. Everybody knows he wasn't born December 25th. Everybody knows that. Just look it up. Just look it up. Look up your encyclopedia. Everybody knows it. When the Christ child was born, there were in the same country shepherds in the field keeping watch over their flock by night, Luke 2, 8. This could never happen in Palestine in the month of December. The shepherds always brought their flocks from the mountainsides and fields and corralled them not later than October 15 to protect them from the cold, rainy season that followed that date. Now, if you are a student of, of Scripture, you, you know that Jesus was probably born during the Feast of Tabernacles, and that was uh, every year, depending on the year, because it changes. There's 11 and a quarter days difference between the lunar, you know, the moon calendar and the sun calendar, either September or October. Now, every scholar primarily will say, yes, that's probably when he was born. Now, Around this time, he could have been conceived, but he certainly wasn't born. An encyclopedia or other authority will tell you Christ was not born December 25. The Catholic encyclopedia frankly states that this is a fact. It says the exact date of Jesus' birth is entirely unknown. All authorities acknowledge. Scriptures strongly indicate that it was in the early fall, again, approximately six months after Passover. Okay. We get Christmas from the Roman Catholics, and they got it from paganism. Now, that doesn't mean we can't focus on Christ. It's a holiday. I'm focusing on Christ today. Here we are in a service. We're going to have Holy Communion. We're going to have family and friends. We're going to have a big meal. I'm focusing on Christ. I give presents to people I love, family, during Thanksgiving. I give it during Hanukkah. That's Hanukkah is a great... Celebration too, know what God did through the Maccamese and, and, and the oil that never ran dry. Supposed to be one day, it lasted eight. I mean, you could talk about those miracles, and but now this is myself. I'm not telling you you can't, but I'm I'm trying to focus it on Chris on, on Christ, and so um, there's nowhere in the Bible it says to give celebrate the birth of Christ, and nowhere in the Bible it says to give presents. Why did the why did they bring Jesus presents? Because you still, even today, bring kings and president and, and kings and, and prime ministers and presidents presents when you meet them. It's an honorary thing you do to dignitaries. And they did it. Jesus was a dignitary. They were celebrating him as God, the Messiah. They brought him presents. But that doesn't mean you and I have to. It wasn't a custom until the Catholic Church made it that. So again, it originated in original Babylon of ancient Nimrod. Yes, it stems from roots whose beginnings were shortly this side of the flood. 
Nimrod, grandson of Ham, son of Noah, was the real founder of the Babylonian system that's gripped the world ever since. The system of organized competition of man-ruled governments and empires based upon the competitive and profit-making economic system. Nimrod built the Tower of Babel, the original Babylonian, ancient Nineveh, and many other cities. He organized this world's first kingdom. The name Nimrod in Hebrew is derived from Marad, meaning he rebelled, Genesis 10, 6 and 8 through 12. He rebelled, Nimrod. He started the great organized world apostasy from God that has dominated the world ever since. Nimrod was so evil, it is said he married his own mother, whose name was Samirmus. And after Nimrod's untimely death, his so-called mother-wife incest, Samirmus propagated the evil doctrine of survival in Nimrod as a spirit being. She claimed a full-grown evergreen tree sprang overnight from a dead tree stump, which symbolizes the springing forth of a new life of the dead Nimrod. On each anniversary of his birth, she claimed Nimrod would visit the evergreen tree and leave gifts upon it. December 25th was the birthday of Nimrod. This is the real origination of the Christmas tree. Let's look at the mistletoe custom. Among the ancient pagans, a mistletoe was used during this festival of winter solitus, because it was considered sacred to the sun because of its supposed miraculous healing powers. The pagan custom of kissing under the mistletoe was an entirely early step in the night of revelry and drunkenness and debauchery, celebrating the death of the old sun and the birth of the new at the winter solitus. Debauchery, drunkenness. Hollyberries were also considered sacred to the sun god. The Yule log is in reality the sun log. Yule means wheel, a pagan symbol of the sun. Santa Claus, corruption of this name, St. Nicholas, a Roman Catholic bishop who lived in the 5th century. Now, look in the Encyclopedia, Britannica, volume 19, pages 648 through 9, 11th edition. You'll read St. Nicholas, Bishop of Myra, a saint honored by the Greeks and Latins on the 6th of December, a legend of his superstition uh, uh, on the three dowries on the three daughters of an impoverished citizen is said to have originated the old custom of giving presents in secret on the eve of St. Nicholas. And on and on and on. You know, and, and society and secularism has taken it further in the North Pole. And uh, he's omniscient, omniscient and omnipresent, you know, sees all, hears all like God. And uh, you better be good, can't be naughty or nice. And all of this stuff making St. Nicholas like a God. Now, if you've ever thought of these things, see, we could go deep into it. You know, Jeremiah 10, 1 through 6. Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, for the customs of the people are vain. One cuts a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of workmen. With the axe, they deck it with silver and gold. They fasten it with nails and hammers, that it move not. I've talked about making Christmas turning into a commercial season. You know, we're supposed to focus on Christ, not focus on merchandise. Like I said, every religion will celebrate it. But they're not celebrating Christ. They're selling goods. They're not celebrating Christ. In fact, the Muslims, if you say Jesus is God, that's in their religion blasphemy. They could kill you. But business Muslims will sell you anything and play songs. Commercialization. They're not celebrating Christ. You've got to be outside your mind. Christ born of a virgin. Matthew 1, 18 through 25. The reality if we want to look at the reality of Jesus. Now, I, again, it's a holiday. I give the staff off this year. As we speak, it's Saturday. 
I'm giving Monday off. I'm focusing on Jesus. We're here in church. But I don't need to get into some things that take the focus off Jesus. When I grew up, again, frankly, as a kid growing up in a pastor's home, and he, my father didn't know these things, I mean, I wasn't caring about Jesus. I wanted presents. Come on, come on. You got you to gotta admit the same thing I do. You get up, you want presents. So I'd rather teach my little boy. And I taught my girls later on when I knew the truth, you know. Hanukkah was a good time to get presents as we, we, we knew the miraculous powers of God to preserve his people and overcome that, that great superpower at the time. And they lived another 200 years under freedom, the oil that never ran out, the miracles of God. Thanksgiving is a great day, but I'm trying to focus on this day, on Jesus, on Jesus, worshiping Jesus. Again, the intent is everything. I'm not condemning you if you ignore everything I just read to you. I know that um, as I continued and grow closer to the Lord, uh, we all grow and the Lord can speak to us more and we change our ways. Some people can do what other people cannot do as they grow in the Lord. And then sometimes they change. But Matthew 1, 18 through 25, it says, now the birth of Jesus was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take you, marry your wife. For that which is conceived in her is the Holy Spirit. She will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Ego-saving nations, we're going to focus on the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, actually working through the believer so we can move with power and authority and see signs and wonders and do what Jesus said. Be his ambassador, represent him, continue to do his work on earth. This is the same power that brought forth Jesus Christ into the world, born from a virgin, the Holy Spirit. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, translated God with us. Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel commanded him, took to him his wife, and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. The power of God. That's what we're talking about in eagle-saving nations. That's where the Great Awakening 1 and 2 happened through men and women of God like John Wesley, Finney, and others. The power of God working through them as they gave themselves totally to God. We need another Great Awakening, ladies and gentlemen. We need a third Great Awakening if we're going to save America. You need it in your nation around the world if you're going to save your nation. Luke 1, 26 through 38. Christ birth announced to Mary. Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when he, she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, Consider what manner of greeting this was, 
Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He will be great. We call the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. Of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come on you. The power of the highest shall overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is to be born be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her. She was also barren. For with God, nothing is impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maid servant of the Lord, let it be according to your word, and the angel departed from her. The virgin birth of Mary, she gave birth to Christ, was not from human sexual intercourse. No, Jesus was conceived and born by Mother Mary through the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of God, and that's what we're talking about. In eagle-saving nations, the power of God, the third person of the Trinity, working through you to get... The kingdom of heaven walking on earth literally, where people see the power of God. They see salvation. They see deliverance. They see healing. They're baptized in the Holy Spirit. They're not afraid to speak the truth. Why? Because God is literally reigning through them. Daily, we make time for us to daily be refreshed and filled with the fullness of God. You could be baptized over and over and over and over again. And these great men and women were, in their private times, they would laugh and cry and as God filled them. They said they felt like electricity was passing through them and they couldn't hardly take it at times as the fullness of God continued to flow through them. I know that feeling. Once I said, God, I can't take it anymore. I, I was alone in my office just crying and weeping. But then I said, but it's so good. You know, you don't want it to quit, but your, your human body can only take so much of God. I mean, the power of God. Now I know when people are drunk in laughter. My daughter was once. I had to carry her out of a service, put her to bed. And she was so drunk in laughter, so full of God. Some people say, well, I don't believe that. Do you, do you understand God? Then you better not criticize what God can do. I've seen God do so many things. Open up blind eyes. Everything you can think of. Everything you can think of. God can do anything and everything but fail. This is the same power of the Holy Spirit that Jesus, when he ascended after death and resurrected, told his followers to tarry to receive before they attempted to go into ministry. The same power. That's the reality of Christmas. The power of God. Jesus in you. Salvation, healing, deliverance. When you focus on Christ. Not, a, not on a Catholic mass. Not when your focus is not on commercialization. I guarantee you these businessmen don't flow with the power of God. They don't even believe in God. I'm talking about the Muslims and the Hindus and other business from other religions that celebrate, play Christmas songs. They don't believe in Jesus Christ. But they'll play it to bring you in because they want your money. Luke 24, 46 through 49. Then he said to them, thus it is written... And thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer, to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. 
and you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I sent the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Until you are endued with power from on high. We need to have encounters with God continually. Again, if I was preaching and using one of these men and women that led the great reformation, the great awakening, you would see how they spent time with God daily and how God met with them. Luke 24, 50 through 53, the ascension. And he led them out as far as Bethany. He lifted up his hands and blessed them. Now it came to pass while he blessed them that he parted from them and carried up into heaven. They worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And we're continually in the temple praising and blessing God. He blessed them. They worshiped him. He commanded them to tarry until they're filled with his power so now they could do the work of the ministry. Now they could be his ambassador. Matthew 28, 18 through 20, the Christian's power of attorney. Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. All authority I have given to you. I am a power of attorney for my mother. I have all her authority. Jesus gave you that authority. He gave you instructions to use that authority. Go tarry until you be full of God. Called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mark 16, 15 through 20. He said to them, go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. These signs shall follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Acts 1, 1 through 14. The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up after through the Holy Spirit had given commandments to the apostles who he had chosen, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs being sent by them during 40, seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. After he died, he rose, he spoke with them for 40 days before he ascended. Being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father. He said, you have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they come together, he asked him, saying, Lord, you at this time will restore the kingdom to Israel. He said, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you. You shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, all Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Again, we have power of attorney if you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus ascends to heaven. Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up in a cloud, received him out of their sights. While they stood steadfastly looking toward heaven, two men stood by them in white apparel, said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing into heaven? The same Jesus who was taken up into heaven was so manner come as you have seen him go up. He'll return. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olivet, 
which is near Jerusalem. A Sabbath stayed journey. When they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying. Peter, James, John, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the Zealot, Judas the son of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. Acts 2, 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, with one accord in one place, suddenly there came out a sound from heaven, a bright like a rushing mighty wind, filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire that sat upon each of them. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Also, you can read Acts 2, 15 through 18. Jesus was born, crucified, and rose from the death, all by the power of the Holy Spirit. The same power that Jesus told his followers to tarry until they received the third person of the Trinity inside them through the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So Jesus could continue to do miracles through them. This is called walking in the kingdom of God on earth, not waiting to see and live it in heaven. This is available to you and I. 2 Peter 1.4 We can be partakers of the divine nature. In Mark 12, 29 through 31 if we love the Lord with all of our heart, soul, and mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. This is the real story of Christmas. Christ living in you with power and authority. God bless you. This is Jonathan Hansen, and you need to be a part of Eagles Saving Nations. The vision? To wake up Christians to the reality of the situation that is taking place in the United States of America today to expose the forces that are trying to replace the Republic of America under the morality of God, defining the Bible into tyranny, thus communism. To educate Christians in every nation to the goals and operations of the forces aligned and associated with the New World Order that are orchestrating one crisis after another, not only in their nation, but throughout the world to move mankind into a world government as described in the book of Revelation. To have leaders, people in every walk of life in every nation join Eagle Saving Nations. To rise up and be a true ambassador of Jesus Christ, filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. To have the power and authority to do spiritual battle to save their nation. To stop the tyranny that is taking place using COVID-19 as an excuse to ignore the Constitution of the United States of America and Bill of Rights, as well as other constitutions throughout the world. To stop the tyranny in other nations that is trying to take away a person's liberties and freedoms being controlled by people with evil motives and goals. To conduct conferences in nations where Eagles Saving Nation has membership. These conferences will be focused on training, strategy, exhortation, worship, preaching, and allowing the glory of God to manifest in these meetings with people being baptized in the Holy Ghost and others constantly overflowing with the Holy Spirit. We want them to leave the conference encouraged, refreshed, strengthened with the power and authority to accomplish confronting the evil forces trying to enslave God's people and their nation. Contact me at warning at worldministries.org. That's warning at worldministries.org. Or telephone 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. God bless you.